Welcome to LCA Elements, where we coach you, train you, and mentor you. Here we're going to answer lots of questions from the audience and help you stay on top of the things you need to be changing and how you need to be adapting into this whole world of real estate. Here we go. Thanks for joining us this morning for LCA Elements. We're going to be speed coaching here. And if you're on the webinar side of this, we're going to allow you to jump in and talk. We can't see you, so that's okay. We won't see if you've got a morning head or whatever the heck it's called. I don't even, Nick, what the hell is it called? When you bedhead, is that what it's called? Yeah, bedhead. I probably uh, said something else that I wasn't supposed to there. But Long, yeah, how are you doing today, buddy? It's awesome, man. This is another great day to be a real estate professional. Oh, dude, love it. Nick, <laughs> I love it. I am doing great. So speed coaching, does it mean we have to talk really fast? Go, 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 go. No, the idea behind it is... Uh, people, I know, but the idea is I'm kidding. I'm just joking with you. I love your oh, shirt, yeah. I love your shirt. All right, guys, well, let's get, let's get right into it. Uh, everybody who's here, let us know what city and state you're from. And also, if you have questions, go ahead and ask them in the Q&A. And what we'll do, we'll, we'll, you can raise your hand, you can ask the questions, and then we'll pick on you. Just we'll turn on the audio for you if you want, and then you can come in and ask your question. Looks like Lisa Harper, Charlotte, nice to have you. I use one Insta for both personal and business, good or bad, questioning after attending the summit last week. Um, you know, that's a great question, Lisa. Lisa, do you mind if I bring you on so you can ask that question live? Let me know if you're okay just to bring your audio on, excellent. All right, here we go. You should have the controls here. Did Lisa give you permission to do that with her? Yep, she raised her hand. Yeah. What's up, Lisa? Oh. Hey, hi guys, oh my gosh, I'm actually talking to you guys. You guys are like celebrities to me now. <laughs> Lisa, we love you, thanks for your support. <laughs> so yeah, so that's I- a, um, That's a oh, solid question. Can, can you repeat the question so everybody can hear it? Yeah, um, I started on a team and their marketing people suggested having or and using your Facebook for personal and business. Um, I already had a separate business, Facebook, because I already had that established prior to joining them. And, you know, I'm 45. They were, you know, younger. And I thought, okay, I'm going to listen to what they're saying. Um, and so I created the Insta. It's actually with my realtor name in the... I mean, the, the word realtors in the, um, in my, what do you call it, tag. Yeah. I, I don't even know the lingo. Absolutely. But um, so now I was questioning it after last week, which thanks again for keeping those on um, and leading us towards all this information. But now I'm like, before I really make it robust, like I have a, a huge to-do list from last week. And I'm like, should I separate before doing that and attacking all these action items? Guys, do you, do you mind if I take this one or anybody want to take this one? I mean, I can, I have an, I have an opinion on it too, but you can go ahead. No, you oh. go first and then I'll, I'll top it off. So with Instagram, like you can, creating a business page on the outside to the consumer or your friends doesn't look much different than a personal page. The only difference is you get more analytics and you have a call to action in terms of call me, email me, message me. Right. Um, so, so uh, I actually feel like you can do both. 
on on the on the business side and the personal side with Insta because it's all one and the same as opposed to Facebook where the two are separate. Like you can't have a Facebook business profile other than your business page that's separate. Whereas on Insta, it can be one and the same. And like I said, the only difference is you can boost your posts, you can see your analytics, and you can have a call to action. So I would just make it a business page and then do a little bit of personal and business together. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of where I was leaning, but after, like, I really want to um, sharpen things because up look, after think about last it, Lisa, week. As real estate agents, we're not, we're, we're also in a very personal um, career where a lot of people that work with us, they work with us because they can relate to us. So I feel like it's one and the same. It's definitely like an intertwining business more so than, than many other businesses. Okay, good. Cause I'm like posting, you know, I'm doing like, you know, crafts, I'm artsy too. And I'm like, okay, here's my COVID mm -hmm. uh, stay at home craft from the past weekend. And I'm like, should I be doing that? Oh yeah. 100%. Okay. Perfect. Lisa. Okay. You need to you need to be you need to be showing who you are and how you connect on a personal level as well as business. Exactly what Nick said. And uh, the only thing I can add to it is just make sure that on your profile section, on your bio, that you make that more attractive. And as well, like say who you are, uh, things that you do, put your hobbies in there too, and and then make sure that you put one link on your bio that really explains to people who you are or a special deal you have or a great listing that you have if you want to make it more real estate oriented and make sure to use stories as much as you can as well. Okay. All right. Perfect. Thank you guys. All right. Thank you so much. Great question, Lisa. All right. Thanks I'm for gonna... calling, Lisa. Thanks for calling. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lisa. Let me disable the talking. There we go, guys. All right, so we've got a couple more questions. We've got Andrea Miller. She says, in the current climate, what are your suggestions for managing risk? Other agents allowing showings before stay-at-home orders were lifted, so buyers lost out on property, but I'm not willing to risk a fine. I'm willing to do showings, but live with high-risk people, so only under really strict guidelines i feel like the strict parent and then she has an unhappy face um you yeah. want me to bring her in andrea do you want me to bring you in let me know just raise your hand if you want me to bring you in just for audio purposes if not then do not raise your hand and uh let me check her out right now and oh perfect we're gonna bring her in guys andrea let us know when we you can hear us online i can hear, i can hear you perfect <laughs> We got you. All right. So great question. I'm going to go to long or to Nick on this one. Uh, I feel yeah, like I have a lot of questions. I know you do. Yeah, so, <laughs> Let's go so with long I, and then you can top it off. We all know, right? A lot of this is state specific too. Like Nick is in really high risk state, Michigan. It has way more cases than Minnesota. So, you know, the key just practice safe safety, you know, making sure that uh, all parties involved are not going to be at risk. So whatever your state's allowed, and then um, find solutions such as maybe doing the virtual showings instead using 3Ds, technology, camera, maybe FaceTime, whatever it takes, there's different ways. Uh, you know, Mike, Bernie, and I here in Minnesota, actually both of us personally still do a 
several transactions and both of us just has successfully done a transaction where virtually we never even shown the property or met the person uh, in person. So just heads up on that. There are ways to do that. Yeah. I'm also going to add, like you had a couple things in there, like agents showing property before shelter in place was listed lifted. I mean, well, that's just, that's just, that's just uh, being careless right? Like if, if real estate is non-essential, I don't know if it is in your state and you're under shelter in place, um, you're essentially breaking the law and that's a misdemeanor charge if you're caught. So, you know, it's one thing doing what's right. And it's another thing doing what's safe. If you're essential and you're allowed to show homes and it's still shelter in place, then do it safely. If you're not essential and you're shelter in place and people are showing homes, that's just careless um, and unsafe and illegal, and you will get a misdemeanor if caught. So you have to abide by your state laws. It's not, it's not a discussion. So figure out what your state laws are and follow them. So I'm in Colorado, and they just lifted the stay-at-home orders yesterday, um, okay. but a lot of counties extended them. So real estate transactions were essential, but the governor was really specific that showings were not. So we have not been doing showings for a month. So now the governor says, okay, you can do showings and every county has kind of like their own rules. So um, just with the office trying to figure out what we can and cannot do. And there's a lot of frustration and I feel frustrated because I um, have to be really careful. Like I have personal reasons to be really careful and I'm worried that my clients um, won't understand that, I guess. So Andrea, here's the thing. I've been in the business 14 years. If your clients don't understand them, they don't respect you. That's just what it comes down to. And so you don't want to work with people that don't respect you. And if you feel like um, it's not worth showing the house because you don't feel you're going to be safe, um, then, then, and they don't understand that, then it's time to find new clients. Um, and it took me a really long time to like come to that realization because I was like, you know, living paycheck to pay, living commission to commission to commission. But once you start working with people that respect you, then it becomes more of a business. Like, then you don't have to worry about that. Don't work with people that don't care about your health and that don't understand why you don't feel comfortable doing it right now. And when you do feel comfortable doing it, you should still take precautions. Wear a mask, wear gloves, bring your hand sanitizer, stay a, a nice distance apart. You know, um, just protect yourself. Um, and that's just what it comes down to. Because honestly, like, no, no, no showing of a home is more important than, than getting sick and going to the hospital. This is just, that's just how I look at it. You know, like if I was a police officer or, or, a, or, a, or a doctor, that's different. That's your job. Your job as an agent is not to get sick <laughs> showing a home. So work with people that <laughs> you don't want to die. People. No, work with people that respect you and understand that concern. And if they don't, then they can find another agent to, to, to do that for them and then find someone that does respect you and understand. That's all. Thank you. you know, so I know much. it's hard. To, I know it's hard because we want the money, but it's a lot more expensive to go into the hospital. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> yeah. Just remember, look, without health, there's no wealth. That's it. Right. That's exactly. how I remember. That's it. Thanks for being on Andrea. Thank you. All right, guys. There's a few, quite a few more questions on Facebook. And oh, on there's here. a lot of questions. Yeah, Marty, Marty Wynn, I'm going to bring her on. Let me see if it's okay with Marty first. Marty, let me know. Raise your hand if, if it's okay to bring you on. If not, we'll just ask the question live. Either way, all right, perfect. She raised her hand. Let me bring her 
on here. Marty. Marty, you're the 100th caller. Marty wins. All right, let's see here. All right, allow to talk. Uh, Marty, controls are to you. There you go. Marty, hello. Hi, what do I win if I'm the 100th caller? You win <laughs> a hug when we're allowed to hug people again. Oh, there you go. Beautiful. All right. All right, Marty. So can you please ask your question so everyone else can hear it? Sure. So I am looking for the best email campaign software tool. I currently use MailChimp, but I'm wondering if there's something better or easier out there to use. Uh, Mike, you just jumped in. Do you want to chime in on this? Because I know I know Nick uses MailChimp and he does a great job. Uh, Long, Mike, either one? I was, no. I was going to suggest the same thing. MailChimp is the first thing that came to mind. So do you have anything better, Tristan? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I use I use three. So we Nick and I both use ConvertKit for for lab code agents, and it does really well. But it has less of a design factor to it, so it means that more it'll go into uh, your inbox a lot more. So people people don't have to worry about those graphics not going in. And then I use Active Campaign. Active Campaign is is what I use for a brilliant tribe. And I've got 40, 43,000 people in that one and people, people love it. Again, it's simple, simple to use. And then I know Nick does an amazing job with his, uh, his command. He has a Keller Williams command newsletter that goes out and he uses MailChimp. And so it's easy to design. Nick, how do you design it? How easy is that? So it's, it's so easy. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> you know, it's very easy like you, you just keep using the same template and just drag and drop videos and pictures and stuff there is another one that i just got uh that someone just told me about and i can't remember what it's called if i can remember it by the time this is over i'll um i'll type it into the chat there. Uh, but it looks and Marty, beautiful and stuff the the thing that you yeah. have to remember is when you're using mailchimp or anything else you also have to remember that there's a, a supplemental factor here and Mike and Long can attest to this, guys. Um, you're also having everyone that comes in on drips for property, right? So that's a separate right. thing on its own. Mm -hmm. So you just have to remember to do both. One, to touch them in, in a sense to, to be a little bit more you, who you are. This is what's going on, right? That personal thing. And I love MailChimp for that. And then the business one. Guys, anything else I'm missing, guys, on this? I think well, uh, with the, with everything in place, with everything in place, you know, sheltering in place, the the easiest way to touch them is via email or campaigns and things like that. How, would you increase that, or is that too much? Because right now, I mean, just as an agent, I'm getting bombarded with everything right now. So of course, I don't want to push my clients away and discourage them by emailing them too much. But at the same time, you want to stay in front of them. Yeah, but you, you do, but you don't want to stay in front of them with canned, like if it's your clients, you don't want it to be canned, right? You don't want to just send emails for the sake of sending emails. Um, mm -hmm. And so yeah. if people are unsubscribing and they're leaving a reason, um, you know, sometimes I realize I need to, to dial back my, e my emails a little bit because some of the reasons why this weren't, wasn't clients, but it was agents, they said that I was sending the emails too much. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll dial it back, right? Um, so just 
see if people if they're unsubscribing see if they're leaving a reason as to why that'll help you um, learn a little bit more about it but I think with your sphere of influence you don't need to send an email a day or an email a week you know I would mix that up with phone calls and text messages too if I could add would you you, go ahead if I, if I could add to that too, it really goes back to sort of the 7L uh, methodology. If who's ever familiar with Michael Mars' book is 7L, you know, the informational and advertising is kind of different than influential communication. So people that you have a really close relationship, as Nick was saying, you probably don't want to do anything can. You want real outreach, real connection. For those that, you know, that don't know you very well, when it's just more about advertising information, the drips work fine. So it really depends on your intention and who you're talking to at the time. Yeah. That's it. And one thing, one thing I can add, guys, as, as we wrap up this one with you, Marty, is that I got an email earlier today from, from a brokerage giving me all of, the, all of the places that I can go and educate myself on Ivy School courses for free. And I thought, oh, oh that's, that's amazing content. I love that, right? So make sure that the content you're providing is, is valuable. That's, that's all I can say. I got an email today that was, now that you remind me, about the top 10 virtual events to attend right now. Oh, like that's online. cool. I like so that. Good. Yeah, See like that. some of them are museums that are doing like, you know, VR um, tours through like, you know, the Museum of Modern Art or the Museum of Natural History, yeah. you know, turning their, you know, charge, you know, charging a small fee to like walk through and see these exhibits you know, that's on your phone or computer. So that stuff, that stuff is cool too. And I would add, yeah, that type of value to your database is really, uh, really um, incredible. People love that. So also- I love that. Tristan, now it's just, uh, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna ask a question. So Tristan, um, out of all the different, cause back to the original question of which delivery method for, for the campaign, out of all the ones you named, what would you describe as being the easiest to use? MailChimp, probably the easiest one. And you know what, there's another one uh, that's really easy. Uh, it is send in blue. That was the other one. Send in blue, but by far Mailchimp's the easiest. Active yeah, campaign is the prettiest, but it's definitely the easiest. Yeah, agreed. Well, Marty, thank you for the being open on. Rate is, the open rate's huge. It is huge. That's true. They yeah. do push that. So, Marty, thank you for being on, and we appreciate you. Thank you for the answering. Thanks. All right, let me disable that. Guys, we've got 10 minutes. Let's speed through the rest of them. Uh, Marianne Rulo has a great question. Let me see if she wants to be on. I like her question a lot because it applies to a lot of agents. Uh, Marianne, let me know if you want to be on. Just raise your hand. I'll, I'll bring you on to speak. Perfect. She's got it. I'm going to allow you to talk. All right. Microphone's on your end. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for being on. Can you repeat the question? It's a really good question. Um, I'm a solo agent, so I have my hands in all aspects of the business. Um, I don't know how, and I function on organization. How do you organize each aspect of this business from buyers to sellers to checklists for your, um, when you're going through a transaction, leads, advertising, like what is a system that works so you don't miss a step? That's a good one. That's um, a really good question. Long, you, you take all the hard questions, okay? This is for you. <laughs> hey, this is a great panel. So you guys are saying everything I need to say. But yes, I would start with uh, Marianne. Uh, systems run business, people run systems. 
So have a system process for everything. If you need to, I think you, you, you have used the word already, flow chart. Like put down all the process for everything and make sure that it's visualized in front of you so you understand it. Because for right now, as a solo agent, um, you're going to be wearing all those hats, right? So you're the people who's plugging into the system. Eventually, as you grow, Mike Bonilla taught a, a, a really great class on scaling your business is that as you grow, you're going to start removing yourself and plugging other people in. You already have a system process set up. So it doesn't matter what tools, technology you use, just make sure you know your flow chart and your system and your process for your business and continue to it and make sure that you can share that and visualize it with people and team as you grow. Yeah, great question. Um, some people are saying you should use something like Trello as well. What do you guys think of that? Trello, then there's a, what's the other one? Monday, I think it's called. Monday's good. I like yep, Monday. That's another Trello. one. Yep. Uh, we do a lot of our, our workflows right on Trello. A lot of our task uh, assignments, a lot of our, you know, checklisted. If you use some of the power upgrades, I mean, it can integrate with calendars. So you can definitely leverage technology in order to help with this. But I think what Long's really talking about is make sure that you're building out your systems. Um, you know, that way when you start to really grow and scale out of solo agent, at some point you're going to get to a point that you can't do anymore yourself. If you start to grow beyond that, you've got to have something that's plug and play to train people you know, with some sort of methodology and you don't want to kind of recreate that as a go every single time. So make sure you're documenting and logging how you do everything. Great. Thank you. Thanks, Marianne. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right. Good guys. Uh, we've got about seven or eight minutes left. Uh, let's see, Eric Nelson. Eric, let me know if it's okay to bring you on. Raise your hand. If you're not okay being on, then uh, lower your hand. But let me see or on. don't raise it at all. Or don't, oh, you raised it. Perfect. All right. Mike's on your end, Eric. How are you? Hey, good. Good morning, guys. What's up? What's buddy? up, Eric? Hey, uh, yeah, I've, I've been struggling. I know uh, social media and having that presence is, is huge. Uh, biggest struggle, though, is... is not turning off uh, clients and and just struggling for relevant content, not not being too uh, too uh, canned. Okay, so you're what you're saying is you're having trouble with your content and being relevant, right? That's basically what you're saying, and you're and, and yes. trying to stay in front of them consistently now that they're at home and and trying to stay top of mind. Yeah, exactly, and I I think my my biggest fear is. Uh, before I was in real estate, I, I never uh, liked or was a fan of any realtors. So I don't, I, I guess what I'm, I'm trying to articulate is I, I don't want to come off too corporate or, or hey, mm. if you're looking to buy or sell, I love referrals. I mean, I, I can only do that a time or two before I notice I'm, I'm losing my audience. For sure. Yeah, I don't like that approach either. I think if, uh, you know, I'm... You, it, if you have to ask for referrals, then then you're not doing a good enough job letting people know what you do on a regular basis, right? Like um, uh, your friends and family and past clients already know you're an agent. So just providing them value and making sure uh, seeing if they need anything is really um, goes goes a lot further. But um, right now, like I think if you become the local expert in what's going on in your immediate area, you know, keeping your friends and family and clients informed in in, in in what's happening, right? Like, um, I would take that. I would take that and run with it. Um, 
I know there's a lot of agents out there creating different Facebook groups, uh, highlighting local businesses, um, you know, helping them still uh, stay front and center with the community, um, you know, and and just getting getting in front of them that way. Like, uh, even if you even if you make it a point to like jump on a Zoom call a couple times a week with you know the local florist or the local sandwich shop, things like that to let people in the area know, you know, you might not be able to physically, now I don't know where you are, but you might not be able to physically go to this prop, this shop at this store, but they can still deliver to your house. And let's talk to them about the type of, um, you know, the type of uh, service that, that, that they give you or like my personal trainer from my gym, you know, she's doing live uh, zoom workouts in, in a private group. And so you can highlight that people want to know what's still available to them and um, getting in with local businesses right now and highlighting them is really powerful. So I would, I would start focusing on that a little bit. Yeah. Cool. It's a great point, Eric. I'm going to add one more thing and then I'm going to switch over to the next question. And that's this, you need to, you need to create an outline of what you need to post. Uh, it becomes a challenge when you don't know what to post next. And so we created, we created this to be able to know what's next and we alternate between this. So it's easy to remember, it's teach on one day, sell the next day, talk about you the next day, and then the last one is give advice. And then you rotate, uh, teach, sell, you, advice, teach, sell, you, advice. This way, it becomes a system. And like Long was saying, when you create a system out of something, all of a sudden, it starts working for you, right? So. Uh, make sure that you are creating systems for everything that you're doing. One of those being social media. So thank you. Justin, I think I'd like to also add really quick, you know, what you just showed was a content calendar, really. It was a content grid and a content calendar, you know? So that's what we're talking about with systems. Create a calendar of what you want to deploy, because if you have to think about it every single day, if you get up in the morning and go, what am I going to send today? You're already behind the eight ball. You just want something you can tap into and know what you're going to do. Yeah, I love that. Guys, awesome. Eric, thank you so much, buddy. Appreciate you being on. Thank I'm going to disable the talking. Thank you so much. All right, guys, one more question. This was a two-part question by Candice. Let me see if she wants to be on. Candice, let me know if you want to be on, and I'll, I'll bring you on. Your questions are both great, and then we'll end it with this one. Perfect. I'm going to allow her to talk now, guys. You may see some of us bring up some amazing things like the content calendar. Uh, we're working on something called LCA Elements. So as we get closer to showing you what this will be, we'll be able to show you how to get these all. So guys, stay tuned for LCA Elements. Candice, I'm gonna bring you on. I'm gonna allow you to talk. Mike's in your control now. How are you, Candice? I'm fabulous, how are you guys? Good, good. Thanks for being on. I'm grateful for all your segments. I've been tapping on a lot with both of you. Um, so here's my, I, I have been working with a coach, my coach, Matt Sutter, and we just uh, uh, developed me doing these Facebook lives. And, and I recently was on one of your webinars about that. So one of the things that I'm doing, instead of doing it daily or, or four times a week, I'm cre I created conversations with Candace and I'm inviting some of the, my preferred vendors that I work with alongside of me. So like this Thursday, I'm doing one with my mortgage uh, lender. Last week I did one with an investor client of mine. And 
what I just want to make sure, like by bringing someone on with me, that's not taking away from me showcasing that I'm bringing value to my clients. I mean, I'm bringing people on that are saying, you know, I work with Candace and she does this, but we're also both together bringing content and I'm giving them great exposure too. So I kind of created my own show. I'm not going to lose what I'm really trying to do here by doing that, am I? I don't, I don't think you are, guys. Nick, Mike, Long? So the concern, the, the, go, ahead, go ahead, Mike. No, you go ahead, Mike. Okay, so okay. I was going to say, about one thing. I one, love it. One, I got three men fighting over me. <laughs> uh, I'm going to let Nick go. He's, he's got something important, <laughs> I can tell. I can look at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, that, is it a bad I, question? No, no. I just want to understand your concern. So your concern is if you go live with someone else, you want to make sure that the viewer realizes that you guys are a team or that you guys work together or what's, what's the message that you don't want to get lost? My message period to create Facebook lives, as you know, is to get in front of my audience to bring value and say, Hey, I'm a real local realtor. And this is the value I'm bringing because I'm discussing, um, tax topics. I'm discussing yeah. uh, mortgage uh, topics. I'm discussing in, uh, why it's a great time to uh, for investors. Uh, I'm an ex-CPA tax attorney, so I'm going to do a tax segment. You know, I'm going to show them that I'm not not just the average real estate agent. So by also bringing on some guests with me, we're kind of like playing off each other. Mm-hmm on whatever the topic is. So like next, the following week, my, my subject matter is get your home ready for spring. I was thinking mm-hmm. of maybe inviting either one of the interior designers I work with or a stager, you know, I'm doing most of the conversation and these are vendors that work alongside of me when mm-hmm. I am listing a home. So I, I just, I don't know if I'm diminishing what I'm trying to do for myself. Yeah, your concern is that you still want your viewers to realize that you are a a real estate professional and can help them while you're interviewing the the people that you're featuring on the live stream. Is that what you want? Right, and I'm not necessarily interviewing them. We're both just kind of playing off each other and just like talking. Hey, Tristan, what's that app that allows you to add a little banner at the bottom of your screen? Yeah, that's what I was trying to find. Be live, be live.tv. Be live.tv. That way you'll also be able to have a little banner at the bottom of your screen, you know, with your name and and your number and your contact information. But I also think if you're providing really valuable content to people, um, you know, they're not, they're not going to, I don't think they're going to lose sight of the fact that, that you're a real estate professional because you're bringing on people uh, and 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 local businesses and and people that are working with you specifically, and at least you're getting in in front of them as well, right? Like I was saying to I think it was Eric previously, if you're bringing these people on and you're having conversations with them and you're talking about their business and you're supporting them, that's a whole other relationship that you're forming with them in terms of like a referral business uh, that could potentially be there. And you're also positioning yourself to be someone who delivers valuable content and information uh, to the people watching. So I don't think you have to worry too much about, um, about 
whether or not people will remember or know that you're a real estate professional, because if they're getting value from what you're providing, they're going to check. So for instance, like when I would, when I would go into local community groups and answer questions about real estate that people had, uh, you know, in a thread, um, or just provide value or make posts that were interesting and engaging that weren't related to real estate. If people find value in it, they'll click through to your profile and they'll see what you do. And if they want your services, they'll reach out. So, don't focus too much on whether or not people can remember that you're doing real estate. Just focus on bringing the value and, 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 and the knowledge and giving people what they want. That's why I everything else will fall on your lap. That's why I thought it was better to even bring, I, I just felt like it went smoother in that um, as long as basically it was, should I do them solo or is it okay to do it with somebody? And I felt like they were, uh, better quality content, and and I was more re I'm more relaxed when I have somebody with me. Yeah. So well, the thing is, you know, when Tristan and I do a webinar together, um, it's usually better when I'm doing them by myself. No, I'm kidding. When Tristan and I do a webinar together, we we feed off each other, so it's always nice to have someone there to like, you know, bounce things off of. So can I give a perspective on that too? I mean, think about it this way. Would you want everybody in your sphere, your database, to think of you like Angie's List? If they need something, I'd rather have them coming to me because it's it's I, like literally if they want a, a plumber, call me. They want a you know they want a mortgage uh, lender, call me. So what I want is for everybody to think of me when they need something, regardless if it's about real estate or not. I can't tell you how many transactions will happen that way when you become uh, an influencer and authority figure inside your own sphere. So I think it's always great to make sure that everybody understands that you are a, a, a hub, not a spoke in your relationships. Like a go-to. Totally. And yes. I have all these people that are on my team that I've vetted to work with me. Perfect. Correct. Thank you, guys. You got it. Thanks, right, Candice. That is a wrap, Candice. Thank you so much for being on. Appreciate you. And guys, again, we'll be on tomorrow. I know there's a whole bunch of questions that we didn't get to. 30 minutes every day. Stay tuned as to what LCA elements will become in the next few weeks. And it will be led by all four of us. Uh, guys, thanks for being on. Anything you guys want to add here in closing? No, I just, I'm hungry. I have to go eat something. All right. Get a sandwich with egg and avocado and a little bit of mayo. That would be perfect. Oh, that sounds good. I'm going to go do that right now. Thanks, Mike. See thanks, See guys. See you guys. Thanks for joining us on another episode of LCA Elements. We'll see you next time. And remember, keep moving forward.